0: Hey guys welcome back to talk with ksb where faith meets conversation my name is kenke for those of you who don't know me and for those of you who do know me welcome back as you can see my setup is a bit different because now i'm like back in school and that kind of explains why there was like no video last week no video no audio last week because i was just in transition and i was just like uh can i really do a video so yeah i'm back i'm back now so yeah, let's just get straight into what we have for today so yeah so today i actually wanted to talk about um idols and how i wanted to talk about the relationship that human beings have with idols and um idols that we are put in our lives i would first like to start by saying that an idol doesn't mean you have a calf image it doesn't mean that you have carved something else and you're like literally bowing and worshipping and whatnot having an idol just means that Something is taking the place of God in your life, like and I what what I'm trying to say is that some for some people, their careers could be their idols, you know, um their families could be their idols, literally anything your phone could be your idol, that was a very loud one, but like yeah, your phone could be your idol, it's just all these things that you put your trust in that you're not meant to put your trust in, kind of thing, so I'm going to read the Bible, so we're gonna take it from Isaiah three sorry Isaiah 3, I said Isaiah 3, Isaiah 46, 3 to 10 and we're just going to have a discussion about what the Bible says concerning like God and concerning idols and concerning the relationship that we have with God and idols. So verse 3 says, listen to me O house of Jacob and the remnants of the house of Israel who have been upheld by me from birth, who have been carried from the womb even to your old age, I am he, and even to gray hairs, I will carry you. I have made and I will bear, even I will carry and will deliver you. I found this so interesting. Sorry, pause right there. That's verse 4. I found this so interesting because what God is trying to say is that idols cannot bear, like cannot bear your burdens because they are not the ones that created you. I think that's another thing we have to just point out that idols usually are created by people like nobody you create an idol idol doesn't create you and i think that what god is trying to say in this like verse is that because he's the one that created you and because he knows you better than anybody else knows you he knows you more than you know yourself is that he will be able to bear any burden that you have because you are made in his image you are made exactly like him so how who knows you better than who created you do you understand what i'm saying so I feel like one thing that we have to start to separate is that with God, God created us. But with idols, we create idols. And I feel like we look to idols because we can't control them. Because we have like um because we have like power over how they respond to us, how they respond to us, and how we respond to them. So that makes us like more comfortable with idols. So yeah. Um verse five says, To whom will you liken me? And make me equal. And compare me. That we should be alike. They lavish gold out of the bag. And weigh silver on the scale. They hire a goldsmith. And he makes a god. Pause. Okay. They prostrate themselves. Yes. They worship. Pause. I feel like that is so interesting. You know. I think the issue. When it comes to idols. Sorry. I keep looking outside. Outside is so beautiful. I think the issue. That we have when it comes to idols. Is that. Because we can't see them. Like you know when you create something and you are so proud of your creation you're so proud of the work that you have done and it's like wow like yes and i think that when it comes to idols is is this fixation of we created them we designed them so we can behold them do you understand what i'm saying and before i get into like the next verse because the next verse for me is like really important but before i get there i just want to say that this verse six is so important i feel like we pride ourselves in the things that we do. We pride ourselves in the things that we create. I'm sure that the person that has the gold, has the silver, is obviously like a rich person, somebody that has money, that can afford to actually go to a goldsmith and tell the goldsmith, create a God that looks this way, that is this high, that is this stature, that is this form, because we want to know exactly what we're worshipping. We want to know exactly who we're serving. And I feel like when people conceive an idea of what or who they're serving they're more content with serving that person and i feel like that's a problem that people tend to have with god but i'll get into verse 7 and verse 7 will explain a lot of things okay so verse 7 says they bear it on the shoulder they carry it and they set it in its place and it stands from its place it shall not move though one cries out to it yet it cannot answer nor save him from out of his trouble and i find this so interesting because God is highlighting that how can you have a God and be burdened with carrying it? How can you have a God and be burdened with not just serving it, you're not just serving your idol, but you're also left with the burden of carrying it everywhere you go, of taking it, of carrying it from place to place, of, you know, doing this to it. So, okay, let's take a career as an example of an idol, right? Yeah, burdened with Oh, you have to literally carry your career on your back you have to do everything to make sure that your career is on point or or like let's say your car is your idol you're burdened with driving your car you're burdened with you know making sure that the tank is full you're burdened with all these different things and i find that so interesting because when it comes to idols people don't realize how much work they have to put into an idol when with god you don't have to put in that kind of work you don't have to put in that kind of energy do you understand what i'm saying and i think that the problem that people have is that okay yes we can't see god we don't know what he looks like we don't you know we don't we can't touch him we can't feel him we can't hold him we're we're so fixated on the amount of things that we can't do with god like oh i can't see god sometimes i can't hear him audibly or sometimes like like i can't i don't know what he's up to that kind of thing like you you don't have that but one thing that God really started to explain to me from this verse is that we overlook all the things that all the places that God is on earth because we can't see him and it's so interesting God explained to me that we're so fixated on the creator that we avoid acknowledging the creations and I feel like when you see the creations you are able to really behold the creator so think about it this way think about um think about the iphone right think about the iphone so steve jobs is no longer alive i mean so rest in peace but you still have the iphone right and i feel like every time somebody sees the iphone they think of apple and when they think of apple they think of steve jobs had this amazing idea and you know wow it's come such a long way i don't know how many people think like that but like yeah and it's so interesting because you went from the creation to the creator you didn't go from the creator to the creation. Do you understand what I'm saying? And when people think about Amazon, people think about, oh, Amazon is so nice. Wow, Jeff Bezos is making so much money. And you literally went from the creation back to the creator. And then God was explaining to me that if people look around, like if people stop for a moment and look at how the wind is, and look at the grass, and look at the trees, and look at the sun, the moon, the stars, like even before you even get into like all these other intricate things like even just the basic things of nature you really be able to appreciate and see all the things that god has done and when you see that and when you appreciate that you go back to the creator you go back to who actually created all these things okay that's even like not nature i even like to think about one thing that i like to think about is how people look different like everybody looks different from everybody else like everybody just looks different from this person from that person i mean i have a younger sister and we look almost like nothing alike but we're still siblings and whatnot and i'm just when i think about stuff like that it makes me appreciate god more because somebody could design a family where i don't even look like my sister but we're still sisters do you get that kind of thing so when i read that it made me really understand that with human beings we want a and i won't lie because I think we're human beings, we want a God that we can control. And I feel like that's what happens when you have your idols. You can control your idols to a great extent because you are the creator of your idols. So you can control how much your idol does like even in this verse it says they bear it on the shoulder they carry it and they set it in its place and it stands and i feel like that's what happens with all these other idols that we even have in our lives like we know where to put it we know where to carry it we know okay this is where it's going to be today or this way it's going to be tomorrow and with god because we aren't in god's mind is like we can't predict what's going to happen do you understand we can't predict we don't know we don't have knowledge of and i think that with people or with idols because you're the creator of your idol, it's like you're almost in the mind of your idol, so you can't tell what's going to happen next. Or if something happens, you'll be like, yeah, that's like that's what's intended. <laughs> Do you get with when it is not necessarily so? So I find that interesting about um idols and about people having idols. I remember Jackie Hill Perry, she made a tweet about it, and I was blown away. I'm gonna find the tweet and like put it somewhere. But she just talked about how people are so Interested in being able to control God and because we cannot control our creator we get kind of frustrated with him And we find it difficult to worship him and I think another thing that I'm going to I'm trying to say is that We are often too focused on trying to plan and understand where God fits into our plan which is why it makes it difficult for us to really worship him or trust him and stuff. And I think the better thing to do would be to focus on God and then make your plan around God. Like make God the center of your plan. I think what happens is that we have a plan and we try to put like put, fit God into the plan somehow, some way. And with idols, you can do that. With an idol, you can have a plan. And you can fit your idol wherever you want it to be. But with God, it's not like that just because he is literally like the creator. So he has his own way of like doing things. He has his own way of like, you know, setting things in place. And I feel like when you have your plan around God, it's it's easier for you to be flexible because you know that God can do whatever he wants at whatever given point in time and I feel like the knowledge of that God can do whatever he wants at any given point in time is so difficult for people to take because it's like but that's not my plan but that's not my desire and I want to encourage you today that if you're going to really follow God you have to give room for God to do what he needs to do or to be how he wants to be because he is the wisest he knows best and I think that We've gotten into a habit or into a culture where we're so fond and so used to planning for ourselves. And I'm not saying that don't plan, I'm not saying that don't have a plan. I'm not saying that just go about life not like not knowing what you're going to do next. But you have to really put your plan around God so that if God says move, you're not disrupted by how he's choosing to do things just because you know that he knows better for you so yeah then verse 8 says remember this and show yourselves men recall to mind all you transgressors remember the former things of old for i am god and there is no other i am god and there is none like me and i think what god is trying to say here is that like the god of the old testament this is the god of now don't forget the god that literally created the earth don't forget the god that literally washed away the, uh, don't forget the power of god and the fact that there's no idol that can do what god can do you understand what i'm saying and then verse 10 says declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times things that are not yet done saying my counsel shall stand and i will do all my pleasure this th- that verse is so it's so important because it's literally god saying i know what's going to happen and I think that, that I think that sometimes it stresses some people. And I think sometimes it stresses me as well when I know that God knows what's going to happen and I don't. And I'm trying to get to know. And he's like, I'm not trying to tell you or you don't need to know. And I think that sometimes, I think that other people can relate to that. They can relate to being that kind of stress. Like, oh, God knows, but I'm not too sure. Or, I don't know and everything. But what God is trying to explain is that Regardless of everything, he's the one that will declare the end from the beginning. He's the one that will say what hasn't been done. He's the one that knows because he's the one that sees. He's all he's all knowing. He's all wise. He's all like he's everywhere at every time. I find that very interesting, but he's just basically saying that there is none like him. There's none that can be like him even if you intend for your idol to have that kind of power it can't and yeah i know that sometimes it's difficult to digest like i can't have control over god or i don't know like what he's going to do because like i said before we're really used to planning and having everything in place and having everything in place the way we want it to be i'm just going to encourage you today to allow god to do what he needs to do and i know i say this virtually every video but god's ways are higher (laughs) than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts like the way he conceptualizes things cannot be compared to the way we do even though we have our own best interests at heart for our own selves his own thought process is even like greater or how he said you know he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb and sometimes you can forget that or sometimes you can doubt that and i don't really blame anybody for doubting that because we don't understand a lot of things but i just wanted to encourage you today to give god the place that he's meant to have in every aspect of your life that's another thing it's one thing to now believe no god but it's another thing to have to know God, but have idols in different aspects of your life. Like some aspects you trust God fully, and then in some other aspects it's like, well, I actually am more sure of this. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how God is going to treat this area of my life, and I think that that's another thing. Like we can tr- know God, trust Him, but not trust Him in every area of your life or every aspect of our lives. And I think that that's another thing I want to encourage you today. I want to encourage you not to be too comfortable in trusting other things, but to trust God wholeheartedly. And one thing that, one advice I can give is that if you've seen God perform in one aspect of your life, translate it into another aspect of your life. Don't let an idol take the place of God just because you haven't particularly seen him work in that aspect of your life. Literally just open the door for him to work in that aspect of your life so yeah that is all i have for you guys today um have a blessed weekend and yeah bye